What's going on, everybody? This is your enemy, DJs, back with the Bullshit Hour, episode 18. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, so we have two topics we're going to go over today. Um, first being our first look. We haven't done this in a few weeks. It's going to be of Uncle from Another World. I think some of us enjoyed it. Um, and then after that, we're going to do some more Crackpot fan theories. Um, I'm really, really excited for these. I think we have some interesting ones. Uh, but first, we had some news, right, Tyler? Yeah, so apparently the One Piece manga is going to be taking a break. Um, Goat Oda has to have eye surgery to correct and fix his astigmatism. So nothing super major. Hopefully not life-threatening because we need this shit to end before he goes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, man. I always worry about Oda's health. Uh, I believe he's in his 50s now. Um, I found out a few weeks ago he does not really sleep much. Uh, doesn't even really go home. He, he sleeps uh, three hours a day and works the rest. So what's yeah. all the best for his health? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm just really impressed with how well the Wano arc ends and like how well the next arc is going with the fact that he was like working with like an astigmatism, like eye strain, everything else. So Right. Man's for the people, dude. Man's for the people. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. He he's not letting go of that legacy. He he's got to keep producing. So um, I also found guys that uh, Fire Force is going to be changing uh, animation studios for season three. Uh, they're going to be going from David Production to Sh Studio Shaft. I thought that's interesting. I've always liked the animation style that we've had. I've uh, been blessed with it at Fire Force. So I, I hope it kind of hope it kind of stays steady. I hope everything goes well. The Shaft yeah. is a big, big studio, right? Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, they just don't like change, Tyler. They've done a bunch of shows, so we'll have to see what they do with it. They have a really unique style from what I understand. I haven't watched too many or any shows from them, but from what I read, like they have a really unique animation style. So that could play really well with Fire Force, though. So I'm kind of excited for that. I also saw that people are speculating we're going to be getting in spring 2024. So uh, Tyler's all got right, some catching right. up to do. You I haven't gotta, seen it yet, bro? I, I, I gotta watch it, bro. Yeah, I made, you do. I, I made him watch the first episode when I was hammered in Discord one day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are missing out by not being in our uh, our Discord if you're not already. It, it's fun in there. Um, we also had some news about uh, Bleach, uh, Thousand Year Blood War Part 2. Um, I saw that it may drop before July, and I got excited um, for you guys. But it's just a pre-screening, and it's going to be June 25th in uh, a few select theaters in Japan. So you guys are getting hoed. I'm sorry about that. I was going to say, you can't be too excited about it dropping early. You got a little more catching up to do, right? Oh, no. I'm <laughs> happy for you and Tyler, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I would have went and seen it probably because, yeah, this hopefully this cower is going to be, like, uh, better. So... We'll yeah, did you not like the last one? I hadn't. I, hadn't I, I did it, like it, but it's it was, just this it one's was, gonna be better. It was oh, fucking better, peak. even better. Okay, <laughs> yeah. bro, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen it. Okay, it was um, really good. I mean, cool. who who doesn't like you know our bleach coming back? You know what I mean? We we we've been waiting for a while for it to come back and finish, and here we are. So. Yeah, like ten years or something like that. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. We also got some My Hero Academia news. Uh, allegedly, a live action casting has been leaked. 
So Netflix again dabbling in the anime anime live action TV shows. So I'm kind of worried, but I think this is one that they could do a pretty good job on. Honestly, like Marvel can handle comics, so why can't we make a superhero anime show, you know, into a live action pretty easily? So Yeah. I mean they also cancel like all their shows, but we'll see what happens. Netflix will fuck it up. Don't worry. <laughs> the only live action from Netflix I'm excited about is One Piece. I'm just hoping it's good, bro. Yeah, Oda's got a heavy <laughs> hand in that one, so I think we'll be okay. I hope so. I don't think Oda's going to let them produce anything but, you know, good entertainment. Not yeah, on his gonna, name, you know what I'm saying? That's going to release on, like, December 31st with how Oda's looking over it and, like, keeping an eye on it because he's out for a month right now with this uh, surgery, so he's going to keep pushing it back. He's going to keep making make sure they do a good job with it, but... uh. They said it's releasing this year, so we'll see when it comes out. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, our, our little last piece of news, uh, we usually go pretty quickly, um, but I, I did want to say this because we have a legend here. Studio Ghibli is not planning to promote uh, Hayao Miyazaki's final film, How Do You Live? I mean, I thought this was a really interesting choice, uh, just in case some of our viewers don't know who that is. He's produced you know, a couple of movies we've watched for studio ghibli on this show like spirited away the wind rises i mean he's been in the animation game for over 60 years at this point um he started with toei back in the early 60s he's also produced uh my neighbor Tor- totoro princess Mon- mononoke and then kiki's delivery service he's something else um he's produced banger after banger his whole career yeah i'm really excited for this i thought uh the wind rises was going to be a swan song but it looks like we're getting one more so that's really exciting yeah, bro is 82 years old. He said, I got one more in me, like Vince Carter. I love that shit. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys think it, that this is going like, to uh, pay off for uh, Studio Ghibli? You think people are going to still show up in droves? I don't think they need to advertise it. I think like it's just it's, it's Studio Ghibli, dude. It doesn't, you don't need to. You know, like, it's honestly true. a waste of money. True, true, true. Yeah, no, I would, I would still show up if, if, uh, if this comes in U.S. theaters, but for sure in Japan. Cool. That's yeah. all the news we had, guys. Uh, you guys want to get on to our first look? Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. Sweet. So this week, uh, we got requested from Dylan from Segoy Summit to do watch four episodes of Uncle from Another World. And that is a 13-episode uh, reverse isekai from July, like around the 2022 uh, uh, time frame. Uh, the studio is Atelier Pont Dark, I believe is how it's pronounced. It's available on Netflix. Uh, this is the first like major show that uh, this studio has done. So we're just kind of excited to check it out, see what's going on with it. But um, so in this show, our main character has just woke, woken up from a 17-year coma with some strange powers. We follow his journey while he adjusts to life in 2017. So, the uncle was in a coma for, like, 17 years, I believe, after being hit by a truck. And he's now 35 years old. He actually just had a birthday recently. What what was y'all's first, like, opinion of him when y'all seen him? Uh, I thought he was creepy as hell. Um, But I (laughs) felt really bad for him. He had just woken up from a coma, bro. So, uh... I I I thought he was hilarious how he was talking to his his, uh, nephew. Um... But no one from else from his family was there, so I, th- I thought it was kind of sad. 
Yeah, definitely, man. It's kind of like a weird story where somebody wakes him from a coma and I get like the whole family just fell apart because like they didn't know what to do with them. So at least they didn't pull the plug. I mean, that'd be kind of yeah. tragic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 17 years, bro, in, in you know, medical uh, coma. Like that, that's got to be tough, though, you know, yeah, man. like money wise. So, yeah, I but somebody's got to pull up. Somebody yeah. other than the nephew got to pull up. <laughs> somebody um but yeah no this was this was pretty the first episode i thought was really good um I, I got to watch four of the episodes out of the uh 13 i think dan watched the whole thing so he's got a little bit more uh i banged, I banged, with thing. I banged it out really quick just because so like in the first episode he wakes up and like the first question he asks is who's winning the console wars is it sega and at that moment, I was hooked because I love Sega. <laughs> like, I'm like the biggest Sonic nerd you'll ever meet. And like, it was just like at that point, I was like, oh, this is my fucking boy. Like, I absolutely love this character already. I don't even he's 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 a weird old otaku who just like was a shut in and played video games all day. Mm -hmm. But he picked the right console. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, wasn't it like the only console back then? No, you no, had, definitely not. You had the no, Nintendo. You had Nintendo. Oh, yeah. You already had the PlayStations out. Uh, I think really? you had the PlayStation One out. I think the two came out in two thousand or nineteen ninety nine. Uh, it might have been two thousand one, but it's somewhere around there. But he might have just missed that. So there was at least. Damn, we yeah. old boys. Yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> for yeah, real, bro. Seems like that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. when I when I was playing the Sega Genesis at like four or five years old, that was that feels pretty old. That feels like a long time ago. I don't know. It feels like not too long ago since I had like the first PlayStation One. You know, it's yeah. wild. That, that's a long ass time, dog. You old as hell. Um, <laughs> my so my favorite like Sega console. I didn't really get to play on the Genesis much, but I, I played like the uh, Dreamcast. I I played NHL. What was the like old two K uh, NFL two K games? I had so much fun with that shit, man. Oh, and I was I was like a beast bassmaster. I was gonna say Bassmaster was awesome with that like weird controller you plug like the memory card into and you could like actually fish with it. That shit yeah, was awesome. I like still have vivid memories of that. So he definitely picked the right set of consoles. It's just unfortunate what happened. But yeah, a, a couple of things he woke up with were which I didn't believe him at first. He was like, I lived my life in another world for the last 17 years. And he's like, I'll prove it to you. And he starts like saying, talking in this weird language, and he's obviously trying to do like some kind of spells, right? And he gets through probably thirty seconds of it, and I'm like, this guy's bullshitting. Like he's definitely bullshitting. Uh, <laughs> and then he casts, I think it was a fire one to start. He's like, oh, Japanese works. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known to say the Japanese. <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck!" What was y'all's reaction to that, man? That was—I thought that was a, a a funny little bit right there. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't think that he was gonna be able to pull it off e e either. But uh, you know, it's kind of it, it, this show is kind of over the top in some ways, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. The humor was there, so oh yeah. It did a really good job being funny, and it was like over the top, but it was also super underwhelming, like the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hey. was uh, laughs and disappointment at the same time. And if you want to know how to grow a YouTube channel, bro, Iju, Oji San, Uncle, he's your mm -hmm. man. They can fit. They can help you out. Just watch this, and you'll you'll know how to do it. 
<laughs> yeah, you just gotta know how to use magic. So good luck with yeah. that part. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how would y'all like describe like our, our MC man? Like, uh, I I thought he was just kind of like. Obviously, you're gonna be weird because like you've been asleep for 17 years, but it was just I mean, like funny seeing him trying to like navigate the modern world. Definitely weird. Um, <laughs> I think he's a bullshitter. Uh-huh. Like he's way uh, overconfident, cocky, and for no reason. Like, uh, but I also think that him and the nephew uh, Takafumi is like almost the same, bro. They're literally the same. So, yeah, they're younger. They have very similar personalities, but I mean, Uncle is just your stereotypical otaku. Like he's a yeah. video game playing shut-in, and. Right. Uh, yeah. The fact that, like, I think it's episode two or three when he's like, I remember my first love. And he starts talking about characters from a video game for one of them. <laughs> he's like, actually, my first love. And it goes to, like this flashback scene and it's him walking into like a game store at the age of eight. And you just hear like the soundtrack from Sonic 2 playing in the background. <laughs> and he's like, my first love was Sonic and Tails. And I was like, this is my fucking boy. <laughs> <laughs> This is Dan. Was, we are watching Dan. I was no, I had like secondhand no. embarrassed. No, not like that. I never like that. Like that. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got some secondhand embarrassment, but I was also laughing my ass off. Oh, dude, there's like scenes that where he gets like super inspirational and like he's just like giving out great life lessons. And he's like, "Yeah, I learned this from a Poyo Poyo game." Like what do you call like the books that used to come in video games the manual oh yeah i know what you're talking <laughs> he's, about he's, he's like, like i learned this from the poyo poyo man manual and if you guys don't know poyo poyo is like sega's version of tetris where you have little beans that drop down and like you can like drop beans on your opponent and i was cracking up because i used to play that shit all the time yeah <laughs> I, I i had never played it i well i played it and i wasn't good at it um I was later. I, I later in my life, I became a, a huge Tetris guy, though. So that's how it goes. But yeah, the uh, nephew and uh, Fujimiya both thought he was being like so insightful, and they were like, "Wow, you're you're really awesome." And then he's like, "Yeah, I learned it from Poyo Poyo," <laughs> <laughs> and like that's just like how like all the comedy is in this in this uh, this little show. It's so fucking stupid. I literally like messaged these guys. I was like, this is so fucking stupid, but I'm hooked. Like, <laughs> I just want to keep watching for the second references. He yeah. gets into he gets into Golden Axe later <laughs> in the uh, in the show, and it's so funny. He's like trying to mimic like Golden Axe moves while fighting. And if you guys Jesus have ever Christ. played Golden Axe, it's like a side-scrolling fighting game, and there's this one move where you do like a jump dash dive thing and you just like jump in the air and smash out your sword but it's the worst move in the game because it never hits <laughs> god bless it was so funny uncle was on another one bro the entire time yeah i think uh i, re I really enjoyed him uh i i didn't understand like i didn't really get they always said he was as ugly as an orc um but I didn't really see it. I mean, I know his face is kind of like funny looking, I guess, for anime, but he's not ugly as an orc. Like, come on. He's uglier than everybody else, though. And yeah, it's a sliding scale. I was going to say they said <laughs> that everybody in this fantasy world was beautiful and everything else, and he's just like some normal dude with like a he's, weird face. Yeah, he's just average, an average looking dude, but everybody oh. else is, is, is nines and tens. You're going to be ugly. 
And I think I really enjoyed it too because whenever like somebody looked at him, he always made this like ridiculous face, and like that'll get us in the animation for this because the animation was just super over the top at some points. <laughs> like anytime he made a face, it was like animated to the extreme. Like there was just he either looked normal or he looked insane. There was no in between. Yeah, they would add like a lot of like the like uh, facial expression lines whenever they were trying to have them make like a real impactful face. Oh yeah, they they gave him teeth. They like made it ridiculous. It kind of reminded me of like uh, uh, the Attack on Titan, like Yelena. You remember yeah. the face? Mm-hmm. You know the over over the top uh, expressions. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, one thing I did like a lot is that we hardly ever got to see uh, the uncles and Takafumi's eyes. They wore glasses. And you never could see their eyes until like certain moments. It was always the uh, the uh glass anime glasses uh you know uh animation so oh yeah it always had the glare on it yeah <laughs> i love that so, yeah I, I even liked like how they used some like colors uh when they were going back to when he was like in the other world the colors were like a lot brighter um and then when they went back to the real world they were like a little bit more muted and it was it was subtle but it was there and i really appreciated they did that it was a little bit of t- attention to detail there. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I was going to say, so um, I watched it subbed. I believe Tyler did as well. Yeah. Okay. So you, you said you watched it subbed and dubbed? Yeah, so I watched episode three uh, dubbed. And it was actually pretty decent. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I've also watched like the Vinland Saga season one and most of season two. Um dubbed and they, they've been getting some pretty decent voice voice actors um some of the side characters are not so great but at least like the main cast usually are and with it being so few characters in this they they all did pretty good yeah there's like only uh what four four or maybe five characters at least in the first four episodes that actually make a difference so um not a yeah. lot of confusing shit going on, you know, just a simple couple characters, so. Yeah, and through the rest of the show, they really only add uh, two more characters to the real world and three more characters that are main important to the fantasy world. So, like, it's a pretty small cast. So, more people, like, does other people besides Uncle come over from the fantasy world to the real world? No, 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 no. So, um... Uh, it's one of Fujimiya's friends, and um, there's another character as well. And then uh, in the fantasy world, they meet up with like your classic fantasy adventuring party. So, okay, I was hoping the, the uh, elf would come on over, you know, for a little bit. Besides, other than what we've seen, you know, uh, yeah, that scene had me rolling <laughs> with the minute. <laughs> The minute uh, Takafumi saw his uncle like that, he's like, we're making a YouTube video right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I just like how he, like, when he first transformed, uh, uh, Fujimiya come in there and he started trying to talk to her about relationship advice again. And his pants was literally still <laughs> at his feet. Like, he never did even step out of them or anything. It's just like, it dropped and he's just like, I'm a girl now. I'm I'm his aunt. <laughs> I'm, I'm his aunt who is an elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no worries. 
Tell me all your relationship advice, even though we haven't met yet. You know, that's, we're both that's ladies. So yeah, that shit was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. So one thing I really enjoyed about this show that I never thought I'd actually watch was you basically just watched a show of people watching a show. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes. Yeah. That, that was the whole, that was the whole show. <laughs> and then you know Takafumi just like talking about it to uh, Fujimiya. And you know, discussing it, and just basically talking about Uncle the whole time, pretty much. So. And he he's just so oblivious; he doesn't even know. And the funny thing is, is like the all the shit that he's talking about Uncle about, especially like the oblivious uh, romance stuff. Uh, it's happening to him too. Like he's literally yeah, having the so same funny. shit happening. They're, so. they're, they're the same. They are the yeah. same. And uh, it's funny how, like how you don't like realize that until maybe like the third or fourth episode. And it's like, oh, you're you're, you're the, you don't even know you're the same person. Look at you. <laughs> but uh, I like some of the scenes when they were trying to grow Uncle's uh, YouTube page, um, and he was like interacting with the people, talking shit online back to them. <laughs> and he's like, no, but they're wrong. I have to say something. <laughs> and like, if you didn't know any better, you would engage with people on your page that were talking. A hot mess to you, uh, but it was funny. Like he kind of got depressed there for a minute when they realized people were just clicking on him because he changed into a, like a hot elf. He was devastated. I, I loved the scene where they got the email about the uh, YouTube partner. <laughs> yes, because um, that's like the actual partnership rules for YouTube, right there. Like you need a mm-hmm. thousand subs and four thousand watch hours, and the fact that he's like, I have all the watch hours, but I have no subs, and when uh. Takafumi just realized that it's because he's just shit talking all day in the comments. That's why. I was like, what a fucking idiot, dude. I was surprised he got 800, bro. Shit. Yeah, he must have been putting out of that good content. Because I mean, he was getting like, what was it, like 200,000 like, views a, a, a freaking uh, video? Yeah. And he had 800 and like 70 something followers. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, subscribers, but yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts, man. But I thought this was really enjoyable. Yeah. Like overall. Yeah. It gets even good. better, dude. It gets even better. What uh what uh like what was y'all's favorite like moments or characters, all that stuff? Yeah, so my favorite characters were definitely still Uncle and Elf. Like they were so, their dynamic was so funny. And like I I think I've come to realize that I don't mind like the Sundere character. I just hate high school based animes. That's it. That don't involve like fighting. <laughs> I think well, that's we, it. We okay. Is, is, I guess I hope so. Um, maybe we can open this thing up a little bit. But uh, do you think it also helped that it wasn't on her like the whole time? Because usually Sundere is like always throughout the entire episode. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, like. The, I guess the thing is, though, is it's the Sundaray, like, she, it wasn't really her fault. It, it was his fault, you know. Usually the Sundaray is just going off for no reason, but she had reasons, uh, so, you know. Yeah, that's true. But I absolutely love the fact that, like, Uncle didn't know that character trope because he was in a coma before it became popular. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, this is before he was in a coma. He doesn't even know what she is. <laughs> Because we all go around classifying, uh, you know, women as sundaries and all that such. And like, that. It did get me thinking, though, because I've watched a lot of like fantasy animes, kind of like 
not necessarily isekais, but I've watched a lot of animes that have like that type of character. Sakura. I, is she? <laughs> I don't know why she wouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, that's a very muted one, I guess. But like, you got one in like Sword Art Online. I can't remember her name. There's a character who's just like this the elf, and I'm like, oh okay. So I don't mind this character type. I just don't like it when it's like some 15 year old in a high school. That's that's it. That's the cutoff. Yeah, I mean, like, how many times did uh, Sakura like hit Naruto and Sasuke all the time, and then go cry about it and all that good stuff? That's I guess that's true. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, I guess I didn't know the term when I watched Naruto. (laughs) I didn't either. I think one of my favorite things is that even though Uncle was an ugly-faced orc, he was still your classic isekai male character. He had black hair and he got all the bitches. (laughs) (laughs) All the important ones, anyways. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, how do they work this trope in with this weirdo? I was crying. Yeah, I think for me it was when he like got the ring and uh and and gave it to the Sundere <laughs> character, and then he turned it into the bank, and was like, "Here you go, here's yeah, the he money." Pa- he pawned that shit. He's not even thinking about like the importance of putting a ring on somebody's hand. He's just like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah. You're good for life. Go feed yourself." Yeah, he's like, "I don't want to owe you anything, so here's the money from it." I was like, oh, oh. He's like, we can't do this. We can't do this. This is a very very special ring. There are only seven of them in all the world. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. I had some good laughs with this one. And my my favorite character, I guess, would be the elf, uh, Sundare Elf. I I really enjoyed uh, whenever she was on the screen, especially, like Dan said, the dynamic between her and Uncle. So. They've done a really good job uh, making that like comedy hour. So, yeah, yeah. it was good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and the, the Sundare character was she was kind of making it f- more fun for me. I also really enjoyed Mabel, the Ice Clan, the last member of the Ice Clan, because I just vibed with her hope so hard. She's like, I don't want to work. I don't want to do nothing. I'm like, girl, I got you. I feel that. Like, I feel that in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. Hey, yeah. solid, solid advice from Uncle, though. That's what I was said. Definitely. So, did you guys have like a favorite moment in the four episodes you watched? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, like I said, I I just really liked uh all of most of the moments that came from Elf and Uncle. Um. But if I had to choose one, it had it had to be when Uncle changed into the elf and was just trying to talk to Fujimiya, even though you could clearly see that he did change. And then our boy Takafumi came in and was just like, bro, what are you doing? So you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, he was, was just like stuck funny. standing there in the doorway like this. There's no way this is happening to me right now. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah. That was probably my favorite. So, cool, cool, yeah. My, that ring moment had me had me rolling, because like it was that, like that combination of the secondhand embarrassment, uh, wondering what the <laughs> uh, Sundere character is gonna do, and then just rolling laughing. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah, there were there were some scenes later in the show that I really liked. Like, there's um, I'm not gonna go into too much detail, obviously, but there's a scene where, um, 
uncle teaches Mabel a song from Japan mm-hmm. and for her to sing. And like you just start listening to it. And I'm like, did they really pick the song from the Starlight Zone and Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> you just listen to it like do 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 do. And I'm like, no fucking way. Like recognize it instantly. I was like, this motherfucker, dude. <laughs> this was for you. This is this was for you. It, just the Sonic, the Sega references, dude. And there's another scene. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it involves dinosaurs. And I was laughing my ass off the entire time. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so if I'm Otaku Hero from Magical Destroyers, Dan is definitely uncle from uh, Another no. World. Yeah. God, no. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Baz voted. You're wrong. Yo, it's over, bro. It's two to one. That's it. I'm just, I'm just his, his love of psycho. Nothing else with this weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. We beg to differ. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> he gets really creepy at some points, man. I'd fucking. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Okay. He no, we, I haven't seen any creepiness out of him at all. Oh, yeah. There's a scene coming up where he wants to get his sweatshirt back, and it goes wild. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's actually the next episode. I think it's episode five where some creepy shit goes down. So I fucking hate you guys for that. Well, I mean, if you lost your sweatshirt, bro, or somebody took it away, you'd want to get it back too, right? Nah, dude, girl takes your sweatshirt. That's fair game. That's hers. That's hers. That's the unwritten rule. There's really nothing you can do, actually. Um, Unless they give it back to you, it's theirs, man. That's unwritten. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. That's the way life is. Um... So the the series didn't end after the thirteen episodes. This is this is just the first season, right? Uh, yeah, they left it at a spot where it can definitely continue. Um, I don't know if there's any plans to continue it or not, but it's mm-hmm. definitely at a point where it could go on for another season or more. I'm not sure. You know, I don't know the source material if it's done or if it's continuing. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, was. I was. I think this is pretty popular, so I think it probably would get another one, especially from Netflix. So. They're trying to dive into the anime world as it is, so. I got you. I have zero faith in Netflix. I always <laughs> have zero faith in them. Um, yeah, after what they did to my boy Meliodas in uh, Seven Deadly Sins, I can't. I can't do it, dude. They, they yeah. butchered and destroyed that show. Yeah, that was that was tough. That was tough to watch. Um, that and they, like I said before, when we were talking about the news, they always cancel shows. Um, and like even. During the making of this season, I was looking it up. It started in July 2022. Um, it ended in March 2023, so just a, uh, three months ago here. Um, almost to the day, and it's 12 episodes. So they had a long break after seven episodes, and I think it was COVID-related. Yeah. Because Japan was having a lot of issues with COVID. I'm not uh, sure, okay. but they, okay. there were a lot of anime were um, put on hiatus in the last like two years so i'm assuming that was something related to that gotcha 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 yeah i uh, i was reading that it was something with with the uh with with, uh, with something with netflix because there was also a pause between episodes four and five no it was three and four and i think okay. episodes six and seven huh. um you know all the, all the all the rest of our anime was getting done so but uh you know if, 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 if it wasn't COVID, it. well i said most i mean most of it at the very least um but yeah 
I really like the show, but I, I I don't I like to like to keep things away from Netflix uh, for for a couple of different reasons at this point in my life. <laughs> so um, I guess uh, y'all got anything else to talk about it? Should we get in like the ratings? First look ratings or no? Uh, yeah, I think I have one more thing I'd like to say is that like uh, if you enjoy comedy, like if you enjoy other types of if you enjoy anime and if you enjoy shows like Family Guy, like, you know, your standard American comedies, this is like a really good mix between those two because um, it's really funny and it does pull a lot of um, like nerd culture into it, whether it's video games or anime and stuff like that. But it's also really grounded really well in the real world because of how they're telling the story. So it's really fun in that sense. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's it's pretty it's a pretty light watch and it's gonna make you laugh. A lot of silly <laughs> jokes. Definitely, man. A lot of ridiculous jokes. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh so I guess I'll go uh I thought I I was looking forward to it being uh like I, I always assumed that um Uncle was more of like a pervy sage type character. I mean he may grow into it a little bit more later on. I I don't know. But he's not that bad, like Pervy Sage, Master Roshi type. And I always assumed that he was kind of, I guess, maybe by the look on his face in the <laughs> trailers and shit, you know? Oh, okay. Um, it just has that look. So, um, but I think I would give it like a solid uh, six, six and a half after four episodes. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, funny. It meets the mark on comedy, I think. And it's kind of over the top, but it's not too over the top. So I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll yeah. definitely finish it. Yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty it's pretty comfortable. Like it, it can get like funny and in like in an inappropriate way um, sometimes, but it doesn't you know cross the threshold. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm only on <laughs> on uh, episode four. I guess Dan has some insight on that one. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'd give it like around a five, seven, six, somewhere around there. Um, it was solid. It, it was solid for for what it was. It it knows what it is, and I think it sticks to it pretty well. Yeah, definitely. I think um, you know if you like grew up with like Sega consoles, this is this is a great show for you. Um, the references to like really popular games. I mean, Sonic, Golden Axe, Poyo Poyo is fantastic. I laughed my ass off at every single video game reference in it. <laughs> um, it's like really funny. It's not like a top tier show by any means at all, but it's a really quick, funny, fun watch. Um. I really enjoyed it. You know, I think I'm going to give it around a seven after watching all of it, um, which is pretty good for me. Like, I, I don't give many shows that we've watched over a seven. So <laughs> Very uh, it's, true. It's, it's 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 a good B tier show, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. Uh, it gets even more ridiculous. Like the last battle is awesome. And like, you actually finally get to watch a battle because every time there's a battle coming up and like every episode until the last one. He's just like, and that's what happened, and shuts it off. <laughs> God bless. Uh, it's a, it, it was a fun watch. So I mean, I binged it like two and a half days. Just so I was like, yeah, it's thirteen episodes. Marty ate it. Like I got nothing else to do. Screw it. Might as well it. Hell yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it had a seven point uh, eight six on my anime list. So everybody's thinking it's pretty solid, and I, and I, I could, uh, I could agree with with how that is. So. I don't trust mal ratings because I've seen shows that have like eight and a half and I'm like, I gave this a five. So <laughs> you're just, you're just not one of those people, Dan. I'm, <laughs> you're I'm, wrong. I, I, I start in the middle. I don't start at the top. <laughs> true. True. But awesome. You guys want to get into our next segment? 
Yeah. yeah, for sure. Let's do it. So we actually we've done this before. This was a segment we did on our very first Anime Degens podcast, and it is Anime Crackpot Theories. So basically what this is, is, you know, we dove into the depths of the Internet, Reddit, wherever, maybe some 4chan if you're getting really, really, really scared. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we found anime theories that we all thought were really funny. So uh, who wants to go first? I'll go ahead and knock mine out. Uh, this is one that I personally love, and I, I've, I've spent some time like looking into uh, outside of the show. So this one is uh, kind of Goku becomes evil. Um, this was originally like a um, uh, Latin American like creepy pasta, and uh, it was popular popularized in Amer- uh, English speaking companies, not American speaking. How bad uh, <laughs> by Smug Stick and Undaiku theories. Uh, so just to get into it to start, um, it's sometime after the Tournament of Power in Dragon Ball Super, and kind of like the Gods of Destructions are are conspiring against Goku and trying to figure out how to get rid of him. And the reason that they want to is because, one, they saw him using, you know, kind of like the power of the gods with Ultra Instinct and realizing how powerful he can become. But one, he almost got you know, a lot of the universe is annihilated by reminding Zeno-sama that the Tournament of Power was supposed to happen in the first place. So they're saying he's got a very powerful friend. He does dumb shit all the time, and he just almost killed most of us. So they're like, we have to get rid of him. We got to do something about this fucker. <laughs> and uh, they can't kill him because, you know, we'll sense that his energy's gone. So they said, uh, Beerus is like, bruh, I know of some, like, dimensional chamber on earth and if we can just lock him in there we're good we're good right <laughs> and he's like he's like we lock him in there we'll trap him somehow uh so he goes and they're all like yeah let's let's, let's handle that shit and he and uh beerus goes down to earth to talk to vegeta and, you know in this crazy ass theory i think it's fun though uh and he pretty much tells vegeta it's either the earth or goku he explains how he was pretty much dangerous to all the other universes. And he's like, you really don't have a choice. You can help me do this or I can just kill everybody, you know, and you can't do anything. Because at this point, they're not really boxing Beerus like that. And they have, would have to fight all the other gods, too. Um, so he agrees and he gets Goku in the time chamber saying, hey, there might be some new, more powerful inter- enemies coming in. We always have to get stronger. And it really doesn't take too much to get Goku to train right. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, um, this is the hyperbolic time chamber they're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, it's the second hyperbolic time chamber, the one that Dende like made. So they're gonna lock Goku in a place where a day is a day in the real world is three hundred sixty five days, and not expect him to get strong enough to break out of that bitch. So, so <laughs> they're gonna break down the door and. uh and they know they already know that Dende reinforced it. So like how when when Boo did it back in the Boo saga, that's supposed to be no longer possible. So it's okay. been reinforced, it's been updated, and that's why they figure, hey, this is this might be a good idea. Um so Vegeta like gets everybody else involved to like meet, you know, except for his family, right? Gohan and Chi Chi Angle had his shit. Uh, <laughs> and like he um, they go in there to train they all meet up on the tower outside of uh, Goku's family and they're like hey you know we're gonna go train they stand there for like 
um, a few hours, and they're like, hey, we got to go do something, Goku. And Global asks Goku's like, all right, I'll see you guys in a minute. And so he goes back to training, and after a while, he realizes the door's been broken from the outside. And he knows it's not him because Dente, Dende had told him in the past, you can no longer break it from the inside because they had done that before and gotten trapped. And he's like, well, over time, he's like, who could have done this? Who would have done this? Who's the last people I was with? Oh, Vegeta. But why? I don't know. Maybe I'll ask him. But then years go by. He's getting angrier. Why is no one come, coming for me? They could have gotten me out of here, right? And, you know, on like day five or six, we get into a situation where like uh, King Kai is starting to feel bad because he's learned about it. And he tells Gohan, he's like, hey, you got to help your dad out. And then he uh, get this darn cat out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> he makes him like uh, immortal so he didn't have, to, didn't have to eat food. So. He end up, ends up staying locked in there. He doesn't tell him who did it, who locked him in there, only that he's locked in there. So they get the Dragon Balls. He makes them immortal. And then Goku spends thousands of years in here. It's been like four or five years, and he's getting angrier and angrier. He becomes a little crazy because he's got no socialization. And he's like, you know, if I ever break out of here, I'm, I'm going to destroy Vegeta and whoever locked me in here. So he's been training this entire time. He's immortal, so he doesn't really have to rest too much. So he's just waiting till he gets strong enough to, like you said, Dan, break the walls down of this place. So eventually he gets more powerful than the gods of destruction, even Zeno-sama himself, and he powers up and escapes. He locates Earth because he can sense Gohan's power because he's training and then he comes back and he talks to Gohan. He's like, hey, what, what the fuck happened? He's like, I thought you just, you know, I, I, I knew you were trapped in there, but I don't, didn't know what to do about it. Um, and then he pulls up on fucking Vegeta. Vegeta tries to explain to himself. He's like, hey, Beerus told me, bro, it was, it was either you or, or, or the planet. He's like, yo, you should have at least said something. <laughs> and then, you know, Vegeta tries to power up. The other Z fighters come because they, you know, they feel the fight happening. And then Goku just fucking kills him. <laughs> and then he goes after the uh, the gods of destruction in, in uh in Xenosama. So that that's that's the story. That's the whole motherfucking thing. There's got to be like a fan manga of this, right? I feel like. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, it so this is like the first thirty minutes of it, maybe twenty minutes. And it's like two or three hours long. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave you the fucking spark notes. It's actually really good. Um, Daiku Theories, uh, DBS on YouTube. He has them like 20 minute increments. But yeah, he, he like really, uh, I guess, laid it out a little bit. Uh, and made it a little bit more understandable and made a whole story out of it. But yeah, it was, it was story time, y'all. So I got a question. Sure. What if I took Minato, Minato and killed him away inside of me? Why are you pulling people? What are you, what are Mina, you bringing Minato, Minato into this? Minato can't what? touch Goku, It's always dude. Minato with him, dog. Minato can't touch Goku, bro. What are you talking I about? I want to be you... powerful. Minato, in, in Minato is an ant compared to Goku in this sense, but dude. But he's got, this, uh, he's got the, uh, the Reaper Death Seal. 
You think yeah. that could handle some of it? Handle the Karama? No, he, no, yeah. he, could, he couldn't handle him, dog. <laughs> okay, Karama is like planet ending. Goku is like literally universe ending. I was gonna say multi universe ending at this point. Like you can't seal that away. He's, you can't. No. So you're saying I would have to get him? Are you talking about Goku in this state? Yeah, I'm talking you, Goku in this state. You're not touching him. Oh, bro, no. Like he's swatting people. <laughs> he's swatting people. Think about it. Goku training for like two thousand years, dog, and ain't been doing nothing else. Come on, bro. And he's, oh, give me a he's, break. Like, he's like brawly level of rage at this point too. Like, yeah, he don't. He he's bloodlusted. Like he's pissed off. So he's this powerful, you know. Now, um, I got a question uh, for y'all again. Uh-huh. It's a Minato. popular question on the internet. You Minato. know, Minato. No, no, it's not Minato. So, who would win now, One Punch Man or Goku in this state? That's a clap. That's a you clap. Think so? I think Goku in this state. Yeah, that's a different animal. What if, what if One Punch Man had enough time to train too, like Goku did? I mean, so, obviously, he, he couldn't train as much, but... One Punch Man, Saitama would have four years, and Goku would have 4,000. It's not even a, it's not even close. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's that hyperbolic. I'm just curious, you know, yeah. what, uh, how I could try to get him in my body, you know, uh, for one thing. <laughs> Pause! <laughs> Pause! <laughs> Okay, you gotta be talking to the Rizikon okay. for that one, buddy. Woo! <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I'm done now. I'm done. I'm done bullshitting. Yeah, it, it, dude. In like the, this uh, crackpot theory, it, it even gets into him like fighting the gods, uh, and even you know Sama and like it's some shit. It's some shit. No, but it's way. really fun. It's really fun, man. Uh, if y'all are like ever like riding around and like need something to listen to, it's it's, it's like funny to listen to. Oh yeah, awesome, awesome. Tyler. You want to get us into your Minato related theory? I'm guessing <laughs> it's not Minato related. It's Cap. Naruto related, though. You know, we didn't. We we're not gonna talk about Minato probably. So, um, but anyways, uh, my theory is. Obviously, like I said, a Naruto theory. Um, I think that Pervy Sage, my man Pervy Sage, didn't actually die after Jiraiya. I mean, after the pain fight. Okay. So. That's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, we all saw him, like, get major damage and also, you know, fall into the ocean, whatever, sink to the bottom, supposedly, whatever. But... What if he went into the ocean? When he went into the ocean, what if he started absorbing nature energy like he can do? And we all know that if you absorb nature energy, obviously you can do sage mode. Mm-hmm. But if you absorb a little bit too much, you know, you start getting like toad like features and stuff like that. But if you absorb way too much, you turn into a toad and it's permanent. Okay. So what if he fell into the ocean and, you know, started absorbing all this energy and became a toad? He absorbs too much nature energy. And turns into a toad. And, and dry turns into a toad. Yeah. And he's still alive. So, and then, you know, because he wants to go back to the Hidden Leaf Village, obviously, one last time. Because, you know, who wouldn't want to see 
his boo, you know, 106 centimeter lady, uh, just chilling there. You know what I mean? Do, did you have to look that up or do you know that off the top of your head? Oh, I know 106 off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> do you know it in inches? Uh, he don't need no. to. He I'm don't sure need it's to. like probably like uh, 70. I don't know. It's something like that. Probably. Who knows, bro? Um, but six is very small. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was one sixty-two. It's a. I'm pretty. Let's look this a, up. <laughs> yeah, Somebody look it up. See if I'm right. It's off the top <laughs> of my head. So, hundred six centimeters. That's forty-one it, inches. Yeah, forty-one okay. inches. Am I right though? One hundred and six centimeters. He is correct. <laughs> Sheesh. Hey, see, I told you. <laughs> So, so he went back to the Hidden Leaf Village just to see his girl, you know, well, mm-hmm. like I said, to see parts of her, whatever. Um, and the anime, like, they even put a scene in after Pain and Dry where Toad was uh, kind of staring at Sonade. And then, uh, then it shows it drifting away in the ocean afterwards. So I think that gives it, like, a lot of legs to stand on, that theory. Um Another thing that supports this, I think, is the fact that Kabuto said that he could never find Jiraiya's body in the ocean because he tried to to uh, bring it back with Ido Tensai. That's a good and point. Okay, he never did find it, and we know Kabuto. He's he's a man with a lot of tools. If he could find anything, you know, you think you'd be able to find Jiraiya's body in the ocean. So um, I would have I would have been so mad if they brought Jiraiya back with Ido Tensai, dude. Yeah. It would have been so heartbreaking. Yeah, that would have been disrespectful as shit. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. I think that Dry absorbed too much uh, uh, nature energy, turned into a toad. That way he could visit the Hidden Leaf Village one more time to see Sonade. And Sonade actually seen it and reminded uh, her of Jirai, you know, that toad. And, you know, he drifted away. I think one of his chapters is even called like... Uh, uh, a well toad uh, drifts away into the great ocean or something like that. Um, uh, but, and I know that, I know that Dry comes back in Boruto, you know, because of bullshit reasons. What, uh, time I, travel, right? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even watch anime. Um, I think they had time it travel on that bitch. But, but that's not even manga canon. It doesn't happen in manga. It only happens in anime. So, because one of my anime uh, only friends that watch Boruto told me, and it was like Dry's back, and I was like, "Dude, what? Like, I'm on, I'm current on the manga. I ain't seen Dry one time." She's like, "Yeah, Dry's back." I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> they brought Dry back? That's crazy." Midruto, dude. Fuck. But like I said, <laughs> uh, like I said, my in my head. My head cannon is more canon than Boruto anime, in my opinion. Oof. Uh, you know, you can believe that shit. So, uh, uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's what happened to Dry. I think that's what happened to Pervy Sage. Uh, they ain't calling him Toad Sage for nothing. So he transformed into a toad after the pain fight and went to see his girl one last time. So if he was transformed into a toad, would he still be full of holes? Didn't he get stabbed a shit ton before he died? Well, he would you know, still have just, holes in him. 
<laughs> but you know, sage sage magic, you know, has healing properties too, especially oh, we got, we got, if you're absorbing a lot of it. You know, uh-huh. we, got, we got magic in Naruto now. That's that's literally the whole power system, bro. That's jutsu, but I'm just laughing. Yeah. I've never heard the word magic used talking about Naruto. <laughs> did I say magic? Yeah, oh. you did. <laughs> I just say shit, bro. At this point, I just say shit. Stage magic. I was like, are we talking about a different show now? I'm confused. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Sage energy. Sage mode, whatever. So. I assume you know if you and if you envelop that much sage energy or not nature energy, that it would probably heal you a little bit. You know, especially when you downsize, maybe the hose get downsized too. You never know. That that would that would pass. That actually passes. That's a good one. But in the sense of like proportionality, if you're a smaller toad. And you're full of smaller holes. They're still the same size to you. Well, let me tell you something. I went frog gigging this past weekend, and uh, that's where you stab toads with spears, and you take them home, and you fry up them frog legs. <laughs> them things are durable, dog. Them things are durable. Uh, you you stack up. You you can get them pretty good now, and they, and they they'll keep on living. So I'll, that'll pass for me. That'll actually pass for me. I got you on that one, Tyler. The, the thing is, man, you can't stop the pervy sage dry. You can't stop the man from going to his woman, bro. He he wants to go see his woman. He's going to see his woman however he wants to see her. And one last time, the hose ain't going to stop him, bro. He's he's going. So. He's goat. He's the goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's turned into a damn frog. <laughs> he started the damn frog, bro. <laughs> that way, go see the hundred six centimeters one That's more time. That's all he can do. All he I can mean, do, bro. I'd do it too if I was a frog, I guess. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm done with my bullshit. All right, all right, you you want to hit him with yours? Yeah, let's do it. So this is a theory, but it's also a major shit post, and I'm a big fan of it. So this is a theory from Meki Lava in the R Titan Folk Reddit. So basically, this is an Attack on Titan Reddit. And the theory is, is that Attack on Titan is a prequel to the 2005 DreamWorks movie Madagascar. What? <laughs> There's a lot of valid points in this shit. Okay. Are you understanding what he's talking about, Bass? I'm going to need some explanation on this one. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay, just to start, you know, we'll talk about the Please place. Do. So the world in Attack on Titan is actually the Earth, but it's mirrored. So think of like, take your map and flip it upside down. So paradise is in, you know, like a, a northern climate in the sense of the world. You know, it's not temperate. It's nothing like that. Okay. And in this theory, Zeke is in the paths, you know, similar to the anime and the manga. And Armin somehow gets in there to talk to him about the plan because one, he doesn't want Aaron to die. And two, he doesn't believe that, you know, euthanasia is the right answer, which I think we all can agree with. You know, that's really fucked up. Yeah, it is a little bit. So Armin here, instead of going along with euthanasia plan, he morphs it into his own little plan. Armin's plan is to basically turn all of the... Eldians into sentient pure titans 
because titans don't have reproductive organs so they can't reproduce so that in a sense ends the same thing kind of like the euthanasia plan but zeke thinks about it and he's like you know what that's great but titans are terrifying so we got to make them small and less aggressive okay. so the animal that came to zeke's mind was monkeys but not apes because you know apes are apes are really aggressive that's a strong creature sure Sure. So settle on lemurs. I'm still oh not putting God. this together, bro. I'm still oh not seeing how Madagascar and Attack on Titan is, uh, you know, together. So. Well, let me continue. Let's see what happens. So, <laughs> um, why did Isayama, the mangaka behind Attack on Titan, choose lemurs? Well, back okay. in 2014, he had a tweet about how Madagascar was incredible in his favorite movie ever. He loved it. He's got he, the receipts. Big, oh, fan. Shit. <laughs> Big fan of Madagascar. 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. okay. Tell your friends. <laughs> Best movie he's ever seen. His favorite character? You gotta know it. King Julian. I think it's everybody's favorite character, though, bro. So basically, <laughs> because of how much he loved Madagascar, he decided to turn all the Eldians into lemurs. Mm hmm. Major problem here. Paradise in this world is not in a tropical climate. You know, you know what lemurs love? Bananas. You can't grow bananas in like the northern part of the world. <laughs> you know? So Armin's solution to this is that they're going to flip the world upside down using the power of the Titans. What so the fuck? This... Hold on. Nah, nah, nah. Talk Sorry? that one. Nah, I, I need more on that. I need more on that. I don't know the details. That's all it's said. <laughs> I'm with the stuck. power of the titans <laughs> hey bro i'm still stuck on the bananas i want some bananas now so this is also <laughs> the pure sentient beast titan lemurs can enjoy some fucking bananas oh. hey yo well, so in this scenario paradise when you flip the map over what does it become madagascar what does marley become africa right you know, oh, okay, know. <laughs> okay. We're crossing, we're crossing that that divide sure, sure. ocean. What's there Got between Marley and Paradise? An ocean. Okay. Who do we have come from Africa in Madagascar to absolutely destroy Paradise? The lemurs. No, the lion oh. and the hippo <laughs> and all these motherfuckers. Well, who would be the lion and hippo? I don't know about the hippo, but Rainer would be the lion. Because he comes over and he starts attacking the island. He's got a whole plan, you know, whatever. I'm going to rule this bitch. And then he befriends the inhabitants of paradise. They become friends, buddies. Very conflicting for him. In this scenario, our boy Aaron is reincarnated or turned into none other than King Julian. Aaron, his goal is to move forward. King Julian's goal is to move it, move it. <laughs> they okay, both have okay. reoccurring dreams. They both suffer from their conscience, affecting decisions they've made in the past and feeling bad about it. <laughs> and it's very plausible at this point. Armin becomes Mort, the mindless little lemur dude who's just crazy because he just wants to forget the horrors of the rumbling. Mm-hmm. And even in, in the Madagascar spinoff. I mean, 
You know, okay, I know okay. we're talking about crackpot theories here, but this I think is this crazy, is like, boy. Like, way out there. This is so. messed out. <laughs> There's a scene in the Madagascar spinoff, Penguins of Madagascar, where Mort gets huge and goes colossal titan mode so there's there's a lot of a lot of feet into this but that is my theory is that madagascar is the uh sequel to our show we're waiting on the finale which completely butchers this theory as we've already seen it's entirely over but it's a really funny fucking theory <laughs> that was that was some that, that was, was some uh, that is top tier shit posting. I I love that somebody really used their brain very hard to 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 create this. Uh all because of a tweet. The the flip the <laughs> my favorite part was the the flip the earth upside down with the power <laughs> of the titans. Like that that shit would have me cr- cracking up. Hey man. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do for bananas, right? Hey man, for the people. There's some pineapples, you know, you can't grow that shit in like Germany, that doesn't work. Mm-mm-mm. So lemurs were once people, Tyler. Hey, I mean, sad. you know, it is what it is, I guess, bro. I, I mean, have you guys <laughs> ever seen a baby lemur in Madagascar? No. Wait, what? I've never been to Madagascar. In the, in in the, the movies. movies. <laughs> the movies, dog. I've never, never left Kentucky, bro. <laughs> never left Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I mean, I've been to Florida once. He's like, he's like I, drove, I drove across the border to Ohio once. <laughs> it was just as sad. <laughs> wow. Nah, now we got to, we got to throw some shots now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, nah, this that was that was fun. Dude, fun. yeah, I'll post the act, the whole theory. You can read it on Discord. It was wild. I was cracking uh, up. I'm like, who the fuck thought of this? I don't know. I don't like them, though. But I don't think I've ever seen a more crackpot theory than this. Like, the Luffy is Crocodile's mom one I had in, like, the first episode. Mm-hmm. That's, like, tame compared to the Titans were turned into lemurs, and that's how we got Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it really is. Um, Jesus. I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> Gotta have the bananas, man. Bananas, um, man. I like me some banana too, I guess, you know, so I, I can feel the pain. So <laughs> I, I just, I just don't know. I just, I just don't. Hey, but if the, if the Titans can have special powers in this world, then I can do what I want too. So, right. Well, the Titans, I mean, this, this is all like plausible. If you think about it with the attack on Titan world, because the beast Titan can control other Titans. You can turn people into titans, and you said with the titan special powers, that's very vague. Oh, dude, with the past, you can do it. If you can euthanize an entire civilization using the power of the titans, you can turn them into fucking monkeys. That works. So, forget (laughs) what I said about Goku. I am using Minato (laughs) to get the paths, whatever the hell her name is, and I'm putting her in me. You gotta be an Eldian, bruh. No, it's fine. If they flip in the <laughs> nah, I'm world good. upside, if they flip in the world upside down, they can flip me upside down too, and I can be Eldian. Bro, she Pause. is a chi- she is a child. <laughs> <laughs> she is Sus a child. Such such Tyler tonight. She is a child. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, (laughs) we appreciate you guys hanging out for this week's Anime DGENs podcast episode 18. Make sure to join the discords. You could read this absolutely hilarious shit post from Reddit. It was a treat, and I'm going to make sure to share it in there. Uh, linktree.com slash anime gthens, dgens, not delens. I don't know what I'm saying there. To, uh, <laughs> to check us out on all our socials, join the Discord, and come hang. And uh, appreciate you guys listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later.